the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Another Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Another great show for you tonight. And a couple of craft beer guests that will be joining me this hour. Some news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? It's easy on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms, a little mine, all mine from the uh, OU812 Van Halen album came out of the uh, summer of 1988, which was a uh, pretty decent summer for me. That was, uh, I had just graduated from high school. I thought I had life by the tail, uh, and I didn't. So <laughs> it's a, it was a rude awakening thinking that I, uh, I had it all figured out. I certainly did not. Uh, at the age of 18 years old. But uh, a great album from Van Halen that came out with Sammy Hagar, their second album with Sammy. Uh, some people didn't like it. They thought it was too keyboardish. Uh, but that was the direction that Eddie Van Halen was going with the band. He liked keyboards. They didn't mix a little blues in there as well. Um, a completely different concept from the 5150 album, which was really hard rock, kind of, you know, little little keyboard edge. But a lot of it was uh, hard-driving guitars. And I think this was the first album that Sammy kind of played guitar on but didn't. He did a little bit more guitar work on 5150, but OU812, um, a little less guitar work and let the you know Eddie uh, take the reins here. So our guest tonight on the Alcatulo Craft Beer cast on AM970, The Answer. First up, Jess Baker from craftbeer.com. Next week, American Craft Beer Week all over the country. Jess will talk to us about this week-long event along with some other stuff that happened at the CBC uh, last week in Nashville. She was down there as well, and we'll talk with her about that. Uh, some of the stuff that went on at the Craft Beer Conference in Nashville. But, of course, we're going to spotlight American Craft Beer Week, which will be taking place all next week uh, throughout the great country of ours. At the bottom of the hour, Chad Brodsky. He's the founder and CEO at City Brew Tours. This is a new brewery tour that is hitting New York City for the first time in about a week or two. And uh, make sure you're listening because uh, there'll be a special surprise for my listeners, but you have to listen to the end of the interview in order to uh, capitalize, let's just say, on that surprise, uh, it's a great tour. They're uh, they're in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Vermont, Washington D.C., a couple of places. But coming into New York in the coming weeks, they got some great breweries that they're going to be taking you on. Uh, if you jump on the tour, it's not only good if you're a beer drinker; it's great for bachelor bachelorette parties. Uh, you know, uh, corporate parties, all kinds of things. It's great. Chad will be talking with us about that in about 20 minutes from now. Let's jump into some news and notes. Uh, Stone Brewing Napa has opened in wine country. Uh, they have officially opened the doors. They did that last week. Uh, it is uh, the uh, new brewery housed in an iconic 1877 stone building. 
Uh, their newest extension features a 9,500-square-foot artesian restaurant, 10-barrel brewery, um, offering visitors locally brewed beers and a dining experience that, as they say, is uniquely Napa and all stone at the same time. I was at the uh, Stone Brewing and Gardens in Escondido. It was a beautiful setup. You felt like you were, I mean, you're in an industrial park, and you feel like you're transported uh, into kind of like a, you know, almost like a rainforest kind of setting. It was awesome. Uh, A lot of fun, so very cool. The new brewery and restaurant will feature two stories, uh, including an upstairs seated bar, a downstairs tasting growler fill bar, a fireplace lounge, and outdoor seating overlooking uh, the Napa River. They're going to have glass walls that overlook, uh, that offers views into the brewery, expansive doors and windows, an indoor-outdoor feel uh, overlooking downtown Napa. Uh, It is really an an amazing, from all looks, like an amazing facility uh, with, the, you know, the, the whole uh, farm-to-fresh table kind of stuff, uh, very eclectic uh, menu, local and small farm organic produce from the Napa region, um, world-inspired cuisine. If, you are, um, if you've been to Stone in Escondido before, the Napa Valley one is going to be just as great as that one. Uh, they really go above and beyond with what they serve. Not just Stone beers, other beers as well, but the food, I mean, is top-notch. As good as food as you'll find in New York City, uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, all kinds of places. It, it's it's a great. It's a, it, it's just a. It's really fun. So good luck to the folks at Stone uh, in Napa Valley. My, one of my buddies is heading out to Napa, actually, in a couple of weeks. I got to tell him to go over there. I am sure he will love the experience. And so the the friend that he's visiting, it's a mutual friend of ours who happens to be a chef. I'm sure he will enjoy the experience. Uh, recapping some stuff from the World Beer Cup. Uh, real quick, I don't want to get into all the different things, but Firestone Walker had walked away uh, with big wins at the World Beer uh, Beer Cup. Uh, they won the lone gold medal uh, for the American-style pale ale category, their Firestone Sea Hops Pale Ale. It's the fifth time since 2004 uh, that Firestone has taken the gold in this category. Uh, they also won a gold medal in the British Pale Ale category, flag, uh, their uh, DBA, uh, which is their ordinary... Uh, this is the category of Ordinary or Special Bitter. And Crikey Bones from their Barrel Works division earned a silver medal in the American-style Sour Ale uh, category. Also, our friends from, uh, let me see here, Breakside Brewery, they got a silver medal for their Old World IPA, which is very cool. Uh, Ecliptic Brewing uh, won a bronze for their Orbiter IPA. And let's see here. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, you know, just a, a quick recap of some of the uh, some of the people that won in the World Beer Cup, which is very cool. Uh, there's a there's a whole lengthy list. If you go to AmericanCraftBeer.com, uh, they have a have the extensive list uh, of the winners uh, for the World Beer Cup. There's a story I want to touch on before we take a break here, as the final part of our news and notes segment uh, on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer I posted it to the Facebook page. Uh, and you can go to uh, facebook.com slash agcraftbeercast to check it out. It's from the San Diego Union-Tribune. Peter Rowe is the reporter. does a great story about a green flash brewing. And to be honest with you, if you are a brewer that listens to the show, if you're an aspiring brewer, if you're a home brewer, uh, or just love the beer business in general, read this article. Read this story from, from Peter Rowe. It is a great piece on maybe things of what not to do uh, as a brewery. And he tries to explain why Green Flash failed. And, you know, he does an interview with um, 
with Mike Kinkley, uh, the former uh, CEO of Green Flash. He founded it in 2002, and then he bought Alpine Beer in 2014. Um, they, the, he lost the business, uh, Green Flash. Uh, you know, and, and at one point, Green Flash was synonymous with San Diego Craft Beer. Uh, their West Coast IPA was it really defined the region's uh, most popular style uh, of beer. Um, but six weeks ago, Green Flash and Alpine's uh, assets were seized by a bank, sold at a discount to a new band of investors. And Hinckley says in, in this piece that his company's collapse cost him $1.5 million. He lost his investment he lo- along with all the shareholders. He lost everything, or almost everything. Um, this was something that Peter writes in the article could have been avoided if Green Flash, and this is directly from Peter, he says, if Green Flash had observed some basic business tenets, own your backyard, don't become overextended, heed constructive criticism. All three of these things Green Flash failed in. They did not own their own backyard in San Diego. They were a great beer, but they weren't the, 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 the buzzword that every single person was talking about. Don't become overextended. They tried to open a new facility in Virginia, heavily leveraged with debt. Big mistake. I don't care what kind of economy it is. It's a big mistake to leverage a brewery on the other side of the country or any type of business on the other side of the country with debt and heed constructive criticism. They were doing things that the beer business wasn't doing. Big barrel-aged beers, different things that, you know, that, that a lot of beer companies now, craft beer companies in the last year and a half, uh, are not doing. They're making more palatable beers, lesser ABVs, more drinkable so that people are drinking, you know, a few more of them. And instead of buying one bottle uh, of, a, you know, of a 750 milliliter and only having that one bottle for the night. And by the way, bottles kind of going away in, in, in uh, liquor stores. You're seeing more people canning as opposed to bottling. Um, a lot of different things. Read the piece. It is a great piece, and you know what? It, it is amazing how a brewery overextended itself, tried to get into all 50 states, tried to do things that Sam Adams has done in other places, and it just came crashing down. And I visited the Green Flash facility with my wife back in December. I thought their beers were okay. I didn't think there was anything there that was overwhelming that said to me, I have to have this. And lo and behold, a couple of months later, look at what happened. It is a great piece if you are starting a business and wanting to know about the ins and outs of the craft beer business. Uh, well done. Just a, a well-written piece by Peter Rowe. Thank you for that. You can, you can check it out on the Facebook page. We'll tweet it out as well, the link. Uh, when we come back after a short break, Jess Baker from craftbeer.com to talk about American Craft Beer Week. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Wednesday afternoon, it's your information fast lane at AM 970, The Answer. Michael Medved blasts off at 3. Kevin McCullough breaking news as it happens at 4. John Katsimatidis getting both sides of the story at 5. And Jay Sekulow making news from the nation's capital at 6. Get your information super infusion every Wednesday. The stories you need and the analysis you trust only on AM 970, The Answer answer folks have i got a steakhouse for you it's one of my favorite places to go to in hoboken new jersey dino and harry's steakhouse if you've never been to dino and harry's i suggest you get there as soon as you can and find out why it's been rated the number one steakhouse in all of new jersey now obviously the food is fantastic from mouth-watering steaks and seafood to chicken dishes fresh vegetables unbelievable appetizers the bacon there you have to get the bacon it's amazing the list goes on and on everything is prepared to your liking and not only is the food fantastic but the decor is like going back in time to a turn 
turn of the century saloon. Vaulted ceilings, tile floors, enormous windows, and a hand-carved cherry wood bar. Best part about the bar? Yeah, they got craft beer on tap there. Don't you worry. But they have a great selection of other drinks as well. Their mojitos are unbelievable. They even film scenes from on the waterfront in City Hall in this legendary restaurant. Go online to DinoAndHarry's.com, check out the menu, and make reservations. You never know what celebrity or sports star might be dining next to you. Call 201-659-6202. That's 201-659-6202. Dino and Harry's, 163 14th Street in Hoboken, New Jersey. Make reservations today. Tell them Al Gattulo sent you. The Army National Guard is offering up to a $20,000 enlistment bonus to qualified candidates. You may be eligible for up to $50,000 in student loan repayment or a monthly educational stipend. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the New York State National Guard. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law and wondered what's the best course of action to take? During Kevin McCullough Radio, you'll hear from Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a real listener's actual question. If you have a legal question for Mike Connors, the Ask the Lawyer host, simply email the question to mikeconnors at gmail.com. That's mikeconnors at gmail.com. Or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500 and see for yourself. That's Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors every Saturday evening at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Phil Van Horn here from Blue Rock Energy. At Blue Rock, better rates are just one part of tailoring an energy strategy to your business needs. In addition to finding the right rate structures for electric, gas, and renewable energy sources... We explore things like LED lighting, energy management systems, and HVAC improvements so you can conserve energy in a way that's unique to your business. Visit BlueRockEnergy.com today to learn how to get a free on-site assessment. It's Dennis Prager at 1, Michael Medved at 3, weekdays on AM 970. The Answer. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com, and don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to all the shows on those two platforms. My next guest on the cast, she's the editor-in-chief of craftbeer.com. She's back on the cast to discuss American Craft Beer Week. That begins next week. Lots of stuff going on for that. But let me welcome back to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, Jess Baker. Jess, how are you? I'm great, Al. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Now, let's get right into American Craft Beer Week. What is the significance of this upcoming week for craft brewers? So, you know, every day is a celebration of small and independent craft brewing, right? But American Mm -hmm. Craft Beer Week is this one week a year where where beer lovers are going to find celebrations, uh, tap takeovers. You're gonna you probably can't walk into a bar or brewery next week without like having a, something special happening, right? Um, because it's it's this week. 
week-long, and actually, you know, it's the 14th through the 20th, mm-hmm. so you get a little extra time to celebrate. Um, but it's really a week where everyone can come together. Um, you'll be able to get badges on untapped for things that you check into for American Craft Beer Week. It's truly the celebration of small and independent brewing in America, and it's our week to get out and celebrate. And, and where, where's the best place that people can go to join in the celebration for American Craft Beer Week in their neck of the woods? There's, you know, a great website. I mean, obviously, craftbeer.com. Yeah. Is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. We also have a separate American Craft Beer Week Facebook page, and if you go there um, on our event page, you'll start to see that breweries are asking us to co-host events with them. So that's another great place to check. Um, you can follow uh, hashtag ACBW, not also hashtag Seek the Seal on Twitter, and breweries and uh, beer bars will be using that those two hashtags to, like, uh, get people in and excited about next week. We're talking with Jess Baker, the editor-in-chief of craftbeer.com on the Algatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970. The answer is, Jess, let's say someone wants to host uh, a craft beer party to celebrate American Craft Beer Week next week. What styles would you suggest that they start with? Oh, wow, that is awesome. Um, I think that there is so much out there right now. I was just putting together our summer uh, seasonal piece uh, that'll launch in late May. I was just writing that yesterday. And, like, I was trying to figure out how do I organize this thing because there's so much exciting stuff going on. So I would say right now you're going to start seeing a lot of the really great um, fruited beers. You're seeing so many, like, um, lagers and Mexican-style lagers out right now, and and new takes on Pilsners and light lagers from American craft brewers. Um, So I would say, like, start trying those new kind of, like, not-hit-your-palate kind Mm. of flavors uh, and just really, like, see what new things are out there because there is so much. I was like, wow, (laughs) this summer is going to be an awesome summer uh, for seasonal releases. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I have friends who don't really drink craft beer that, you know, they're the usual Bud and the Coors Light type of drinkers. And we're going to see, uh, I think it's, what is it, uh, the 26th of May, we're going to see uh, John Fogarty and ZZ Top at a venue uh, not too far from my house. And, you know, I'm always like, all right, I'll get the beer. And they always tell me, don't get those IPAs. We don't like IPAs. We don't like the bitter stuff. Okay. So I I have to ease them into kind of lagers and pilsners to kind of, you know, hey, look, if you like this, you'll like this. Like try, you know, so it's interesting that you say that. But lighter ABV beers are definitely making a comeback now. We're seeing a lot more brewers uh, brewing less alcohol content uh, in their beers. You know, is there any one that stands out to you that's a really good one that people should have? You know, I I think it's more more I get excited when I see them and kind of for the reason that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. We just had a big family party um, in Atlanta, and I was like, where do I send my family? Who likes to say the same thing? Like, well, we don't like craft beer. We don't like IPAs. And I'm like, no, no, you got to try these because they're the lower ABV beers. Um, it's, I, I just think that there's not just one, but when you see them, try them. I can think of one. We were in Asheville about three months ago, and right. I walked into Wedge Brewing, and they had a beer called Sports Light. And it was, you know, called Sports Light mm-hmm. for a reason. And the design of it I just made me crack up, and I sent it to my sister. I'm like, you got to get over here and try this. <laughs> so nice. that was one that stands out. Um, they're, they're out there now, and we're really excited to see because it's the perfect time of year, right? Like, mm-hmm. it might be hard to have a bunch of 7% IPAs if you're like – 
you know, tubing or at a pool party or a cookout, but, you know, you can enjoy quite a few more of the lower, like, 4.1 ABVs uh, light lagers. Exactly. So. Talking with Jess yeah. Baker, the editor-in-chief of craftbeer.com on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, we're talking all things American Craft Beer Week. And, you know, it's interesting that you say that, Jess, because the local brewery by my house, um, it started that last week. They started coming out with, you know, more seasonal-type wit beers. Their watermelon uh, wheat is a very popular beer. And, you know, he likes to brew. The brewer likes to brew, you know, strong IPAs. He wants that 8 9%. But, you know, he also recognizes, hey, it's getting a little bit warmer. You know, try these to lighten up your palate a little bit before you dive into the heavy stuff. And let's face it, you know, a, a brewery's business, you want repeat customers and you want people to drink more than one of your beers. So that's a great way to introduce them into something a little bit lighter and then get them to try the stronger stuff. It really, it's really so smart. I joke with my my husband because he like starts big and then goes small, so you can do that okay. too. Like he'll go in and order the like eleven percent, mm-hmm. like he's such a nerd. But then he'll like you know go come down to the wits or he'll come down to the lockers um, and the more sessionable ales. But he it cracks me up. But yeah, it, you hit the nail on the head. You can just like you can keep customers longer. People will hang longer, um, right. and even bringing in those people that like your friends who you're going to see easy top with who are like dude i don't know if i can handle that like they know that you know like they'll be like oh this is it this is craft beer right heck yeah of course come and try it see my my thing is we pregame early so we don't have to go in and pay ridiculous amounts of money for the beer when you get in there and i'm not (laughs) talking about it where you're getting you know you're getting bombed and you can't stand up but you know get yourself a nice you know a nice glow going, and then you walk in, and then you just, you know, two and a half, three hours, you sober up for the night, and then you're able to, you know, to, to drive home. So, but that's... It's, it's a nice strategy. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, you know, listen, I try. Um, the other thing, Jess, that you guys are doing, I know you did this, uh, released this about a month ago or so, uh, trying to help, um, you know, uh, liquor stores and beer vendors and stuff with the independent craft beer seal. I know that you guys have uh, materials on your website uh, that uh, people can download and use and put in display in, in their stores that they're selling uh, independent craft beer. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so craftbeer.com is published by the Brewers Association. And in 2017, uh, the BA, which is the trade organization for small and independent brewers, they released the independent craft brewer seal. And the seal is the logo, the upside-down beer bottle logo that mm. you're starting to see on packaging. And it's all the help. At the end of the day, it's to help beer lovers know that they're buying uh, breweries that are truly craft breweries. So when you see that logo, you know that you're buying craft beer. And since it's all about beer lovers and knowing that they're buying craft beer, getting retailers um, and beer bars involved so that you know people don't have to like look it up on their phones or wonder – um, if they go to brewersassociation.org, that is something that um, beer bars and beer stores, mm. grocery stores, anyone who sells beer can go figure out um, how they can help support small and independent and local breweries in their area. We're talking with Jess Baker. She's been my guest here, the editor-in-chief of craftbeer.com. It's on the Algatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970. The answer, all things American Craft Beer Week. It starts on the 14th, runs to the, is it the 20th or the tw- tw- the 21st? Is that right? I think we got the 20th is what I Ah, the 20th. Saying. Okay. So, but you know what? You can, you can enjoy it on the 21st as well, and we'll love that. Why not? There's no, <laughs> there's no expiration date. And, of course, uh, for Absolutely. locations uh, of where uh, bars and, and other places, brewers are doing things, uh, for American Craft Beer Week, you can always check out craftbeer.com. Jess, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Very much appreciate it. Anytime. 
thanks for having me. You got it. When we come back, I'll talk with Chad Brodsky. He's the creator of City Brew Tours. They're all over the East Coast. They are coming to New York City very soon, and that happens next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. Mostly cloudy, raining 55 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer with the warm weather arriving. The NYPD stepping up enforcement of dangerous motorcyclists. Scott Pringle has more. Ron Winokur with the Department of Transportation has a message to his fellow bikers. We want you to stay off the white lines. All bikers know what I'm talking about when we say that. It is very tempting when traffic is stopped and still. NYPD Chief Thomas Chan says stats show this time of year with the weather warmer, there's a huge spike in motorcyclists injured and killed. With more motorcycles on our streets, there tends to be an increase in dangerous behaviors such as speeding, failure to yield to our pedestrians, and also unsafe turns. Officers will be cracking down on those behaviors. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. New York City public advocate Letitia James taking herself out of the running to be the interim attorney general. The deadline to apply for the position left vacant by the disgraced Eric Schneiderman was 5 p.m. yesterday. Schneiderman resigned this week and is facing accusations of physical abuse from former girlfriends. James could still run for the attorney general position in the next election next month. In sports, the Mets and Phillies in a rain delay in Philadelphia. The Yankees beat Oakland in 11 at Yankee Stadium 7-6. Major League Soccer later tonight, the Red Bulls take on Colorado. Time to check the traffic now. The George Washington Bridge into the city on the upper level. Delays of up to 30 minutes, 20 for the lower deck. 10 at the inbound Lincoln, 20 minutes out. 10 at the inbound Holland from 1 and 9. And a stalled vehicle cleared outbound, but still a 30-minute delay. And a 40-minute backup at the Midtown Tunnel. The Manhattan-bound North Tube closed this weekend. Two lanes blocked for construction. Route 3 eastbound between Meadowland Parkway and Patterson Plank Road. You now know how not to go. The weather forecast for tonight, cloudy showers tapering off low 50 to 55. If you're headed south, a tornado watch in effect for South Jersey, including Ocean County, until 1 a.m. And then Mother's Day, cloudy chance for a shower, high 65. I'm Dave Banning, AM 970, The Answer. Don't miss the new afternoon drive show, Cats at Night, with John Katsimatidis, Wednesdays at 5 p.m., exclusively on AM 970, The Answer. If you're tired of struggling with stubborn belly fat and unwanted weight, dieting and starving yourself, and if you're still unhappy when you look in the mirror, then Dr. Melinda Keller can help you. You can lose 20 to 40 pounds in just 40 days, guaranteed. I know from personal experience, it worked for me. I know it sounds too good to be true. It's not. It's time to look and feel your best. Call Dr. Keller at the Brooklyn Wellness Center today. 718-234-6212. That's 718-234-6212. Or visit them at weightlossbrooklyn.net. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. You may know me as a comic with a knack for punchlines, but today I have a serious message. Like me, you probably know a relative, a friend, or a co-worker whose life has been upended by cancer. You yourself may be facing cancer like I did, but fighting cancer doesn't have to be done alone. At Trinitas Comprehensive Cancer Center in Elizabeth, dedicated and experienced oncologists and skilled nurses stand beside patients all the way, from diagnosis through treatment. The entire staff works together to devise the most effective range of treatment therapies, 
for each and every patient. Cancer Care Navigators help patients manage all the physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of living with cancer. And in a caring, compassionate, and uplifting setting, Trinitas Comprehensive Cancer Center brings a comforting and targeted approach to cancer care. So take a moment to call the Trinitas Comprehensive Cancer Center at 908-994-8000 to get more information about cancer care delivered with the whole patient in mind. 908-994-8000. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com. iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at am970theanswer.com. Broadcast on AM 970 The Answer. You can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. And don't forget uh, iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to all of the Craft Beer Casts right from there. Uh, my next guest uh, on the program, he is the founder and CEO of of City Brew Tours. They're in a number of cities like Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Boston, Washington, D.C., and in just a couple of weeks, they will be in New York City. Uh, CityBrewTours.com is the website for more info. It's a great way uh, to hit a couple of different breweries. Maybe you don't want to take the subway. Maybe you don't want to drive yourself, but it's a great way to go to a couple of really cool breweries on a co- you know in a couple of hour tour, and uh, you get a lay of the land. You get you get beers. You get all kinds of stuff included. But we'll talk to the guy uh, who is the founder and CEO of all this right now. Let me welcome in Chad Brodsky to the Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, Chad. Welcome. Hey, Al. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now let's let's start off right off the bat here, Chad. How did you come up with the concept? of City Brew Tours? So I started the tours back in 2008 in uh, Burlington, Vermont. So okay. Burlington, Vermont was a craft beer mecca. This was prior to the, the craft beer boom that we've seen happening around right. the country. And it started with me wearing German lederhosen going up and down the streets of Burlington, Vermont, and kind of trying to get people in a van that I acquired from a minister in New Hampshire. Oh, well, all right. So wait a minute. Let me let me see if I got the mental picture here. You in Lederhosen trying to get people to get into a van. Now, they the back in the 70s, it was candy in a van. This time it's beer and a van. OK, I like this. You would have gotten me right on board. <laughs> so so back then, uh, people go from breweries to breweries in Burlington and you could drink as much as you wanted. Uh, so I wanted and you'd see the same people going from each brewery. But they would just be drinking, and there would be no right. kind of uh, craft beer experience except for just the consumption of the beer. And it used to be free to drink as much as you wanted, so people would get pretty sloshed mm. and go from and then drink and drive. So I wanted to create a all inclusive craft beer experience that included um, how you pair beer with food, uh, getting a behind the scenes tour at each each of these breweries, right. and really getting a feel for what that brewery was offering at the time. So. That's kind of started out with me and reaching out to a beer luminary that was living in Burlington's time, mm-hmm. Greg Noonan from the Vermont Pub and Brewery. Okay. Uh, this was back, he started a brewery, Vermont Brewery, in 1987, so kind of be- way, way before the, the craft beer boom. So when sure. the Sierra is in the 
and the Boston beer. And he thought the idea was uh, had legs and supported me, and then that kind of we're off to the races. That is very cool. So you started in Vermont. Now you've expanded to a number of different cities. And so what is different about your tour as opposed to other tours that are available in New York City? There are some other tours that are available uh, to go to different uh, breweries, but what's different about your tour? Okay, so, well, we're strictly a craft beer tour operator. So that's the first thing. We're not doing wine tours. We're not doing um, just regular general city tours. We are beer. We are, we are a brewery tour company. So that's the first thing. Who we hire, we hire either Cicerones, home brewers, ex-commercial brewers. My partner in the company, he's an ex-commercial brewer. So he used to brew commercially, and okay. now I moved him to the other side. Um so we really are hiring people that are very knowledgeable about the brewing process as well as the breweries that we visit. Um, they're, and obviously they're all locals as well. That are So they get to also introduce you to their city sure. um, from that perspective. And then one of the things that I'm really proud of is we work about with 85 breweries across our seven different cities. And we actually give the tours at almost 95% of those breweries. So they, the breweries let us come in mm-hmm. and provide that craft beer experience where they let us take them behind the scenes and actually provide the tour for them. So you're not just getting that cookie cutter, this is how beer is made, this is how beer is made. Right. It's Let's talk about cold side, let's talk about hot side, let's talk about uh, dry hopping, and really getting into this craft beer education mm-hmm. as well as trying about 15-plus different styles of beer as well as having a beer food pairing meal and then having round-trip transportation. Uh, now, I want to talk to you about the food pairing in just a second. We're talking with Chad Brodsky, the founder and CEO of City Brew Tours. They're in a number of cities like Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Boston, and in just a couple of weeks, they'll be in New York City. CityBrewTours.com is the website for more information, and it's a national site, so you can go on there. If you're listening in a different city, you want to click on, you know, maybe you want to go to Pittsburgh, maybe you want to go to Vermont, you click on there, and it'll give you all the information uh, for you to sign up for a brew tour. Uh, that's the website for more information. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. What I think is unique about yours is that for the price, not only are you getting the transportation to and from, which is important, not only are you getting the beer included in the number of stops that you make, and it's a long tour, it's not short, it's about four to five hours, but you're also getting a food pairing included with that, which I think is really cool. how How did you come up with that concept? And obviously there are certain breweries that don't serve food, so you obviously have to pick the breweries that do have either a food truck or, or, or serve food on the premises, correct? Yeah, exactly. So we curate a, a menu that's actually not even offered to the public mm-hmm. uh, to emphasize the different aspects of whatever that uh, the beer is being produced at that brewery or what the brewery has on draft. Right. Um, and we talk about, I mean, beer is actually more versatile to pair with food than wine is, and that's really because of the processes that happen during the brewing process, like the, um, like the roasting of the malts, things mm-hmm. that you can't really get with wine. Uh, so we kind of talk about the theories behind complementing and contrasting flavors and, and talk about why does a um, Hefeweizen go so well with a goat cheese. Right. And so things like, so like where we're doing food uh, to start off is we're going to be working with Circle Brewing uh, in Brooklyn as well as King's Beer Hall. Mm-hmm. So King's Beer Hall, not a brewery, but has 30 uh, – a 30-beer list draft line, so getting local as well as national brands that we can uh, talk about how the beer and food, and we've created a really awesome place that's not offered to the public. And same with Circa, incredible uh, wood-fired pizza, 
fried, salad, all the things that emphasize the different foods. So you're getting a three-stop tour. One of those stops is going to have that beer and food lunch or a dinner component to it. That is very cool. And a great lineup of breweries to start here. you got Innerborough, Brooklyn Brewery, Five Boroughs Brewing, among others. What is the eventual goal of the company in New York City? Or will they be, you know, obviously they're, you're going to try and get more breweries involved as well? Absolutely. So Brooklyn was more the harder market just to hit, just given the proximity of the different breweries. You really need sure. to... Uh, you really need to be able to drive in order to kind of hit all those different breweries. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make sure we focused on the harder market first to kind of get that uh, situated. And then we're going Bushwick, Queens, and all over the city. So we're hoping to have um, a list of the different uh, borough tours within a month or two. Okay, very cool. Now, any plans to expand into New, into New Jersey if there's a success here in New York City? So we're actually already uh, feature some Jersey breweries, not on the New York City side, but in Philadelphia, um, we kind of do the South Jersey. So definitely not out of the bounds of possibility. Kind of just focusing on New York City right now. Sure. We had a great. We just came back from uh, the Craft Brewers Conference. Mm-hmm. So oh, sure, in Nashville, great. everybody was there. Yep. Oh yeah, it was awesome. We we're actually very excited because we were one of the only tour operators. Because obviously, not only do we love beer, but we want to be an advocate for the industry. Sure. And it really gave us an opportunity first to talk to a ton of breweries in regards to. Um, we're also part of the New York Brewers Guild, so we got to go to those of those parties, and that was pretty amazing. And we were able to connect with uh, some of the bre- some of the breweries. So we've got a lot of uh, other breweries that aren't on that list that haven't just for- haven't formally. Uh, been onboarded, mm-hmm. but are definitely going to be on the on the docket. Very cool. Very cool. Launch. Very cool. Talking with Chad Brodsky, the founder and CEO of City Brew Tours. They're in a number of cities, Vermont, uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Boston, just a couple of weeks. They will be in New York City as well. CityBrewTours.com is the website for more information to get your tickets to sign up. Uh, we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So, Chad, I know you've done a number of these tours all over the Northeast. So far, what has been your favorite stop on the many beer tours you've taken? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, well, I like the I like the breweries that are very off the beaten tra- uh, path that okay. you would never even know mm-hmm. because you really kind of get to see uh, the ground floor of what that brewery is doing. So I would say there's probably two. Um, they're, they're not in New York yet, okay. but I think one of them. I think we'll, we'll get. I'll have a favorite one in New York, but I would say public option in D.C. It's okay. uh, Almost a, it's a one-barrel brew house in the back of a uh, shed outside the the person's house, so you really get to see like that home brewing aspect. Yeah, that is old. And, that is old school, sure. And so you, but so you really, from a home brewing perspective, you can see how you can go from home brewer, which I was, to how you have a commercial brewery. I realized that didn't make good beer, so that's why I like to showcase other people's beer, right? For that reason, <laughs> but and then I'd say down the road brewing in Boston. We've been going there since it was kind of a shell of a building where there was just a a cold storage and no brew house. And now it's this beautiful tap room and and brew house that's a 20-barrel brew house. But when we were going there, it was essentially a horror movie studio. Wow. That's cool. See the the transitions. I think those, the the breweries that have really good stories, um, really love Interboro's brewery as well, Mm -hmm. given that. They have the vacuum still, which is never heard of, never heard of prior to going into that brewery. And I've been to 
a lot of different breweries, so they're being a, a brewery and a distillery inside one another is an incredible experience. We're really excited to showcase Interboro on the tour. Very cool. Very cool. My guest has been Chad Brodsky. He's the founder and CEO of City Brew Tours. They're in a number of cities, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Boston, and in just a couple of weeks, they will be right here in New York City. CityBrewTours.com is the website for more information. You can check it all out and sign up there uh, to get on one of these buses. Chad, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Very much appreciate it. No, my pleasure. And uh, I want to just say two things. First, yeah. Uh, so for given that we're on your show, I wanted to offer a 10% off to your listeners. So it's just your last name, and uh, they can get 10% off their tour Very uh, cool. up until June 30th. So, And then the other thing, these tours, that we run them daily, uh, but also they're great for um, private events. So if you have a corporate outing, team building, bachelor party, bachelorette, birthday party, we do a ton of those. We know exactly what we're doing. We can... Uh, be in your corner to create an awesome experience, whether it's four to 400 people. So just wanted to throw that out as well. Well, I, Chad, I thank you for that. So use my last name. Is that correct? Yep. Petulo, right. And as a promo code, and they get 10% off their uh, tour. Listen, you can't beat that. G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Use the promo code. You get 10% off. That is an awesome thing. Chad, thank you so much. Very much appreciate it. When we come back, it's time for Suds and Duds, and it's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Jay Sekulow is glad we backed out of the Iran deal. President Obama not too happy about it. Uh, he said this was a disastrous. It was working well. It wasn't working at all, by the way. Merkel and Macron also acknowledged problems, although they were, you know, not happy that the United States pulled out. I am happy that the United States pulled out. I think we sent the right signal that uh, we're not leading from behind on this, especially in the geopolitical situation that could be existing here. Jay Sekulow live. Weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as we talk with the experts about the latest news, politics, issues of faith, the culture, and entertainment. It's all about us. It's all about the truth wherever it leads. Bill Martinez live, Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Don't miss the new afternoon drive show, Cats at Night, with John Katsimatidis, Wednesdays at 5 p.m., exclusively on AM 970, The Answer. Follow the flag to savings every week at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your local Modell Sporting Goods store and look for the flags with Mitchell Space to find deals in all departments in the store for seven days only. These unbelievable deals begin every Wednesday, and you'll find select items at our lowest prices ever. Visit our stores this Wednesday and every Wednesday for new Mo deals. Remember, follow the flag with Mitchell Space to save today and every day. If you want to save big, you got to go to Moe's. Savings for MVP members only. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM970. Theanswer.com.
segment of the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget, we are on iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every single show right from there. It is time for Suds and Duds. Uh, this is a little segment that we do on the program every week where we tell you uh, what uh, beers that uh, I enjoyed, what beers I didn't enjoy, and, of course, it's a subjective list, and it, of course, boils down to uh, your humble host here, uh, Al Gattulo. So I, did I just talk about myself in the third person? That's pretty terrible. Anyway, let's get it started here. Uh, started off with uh, last week with an Icarus uh, brewing, Don't Haze Me, Bro, uh, this was really good. A little bit of a juice bomb, hazy, crisp, good bite. Uh, had it at one of my favorite places, Paragon Tap and Table. They're located uh, right off the Garden State Parkway, exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey. Definitely want to check them out. Great tap list, great food. Um, they do stock a lot of local beers. Uh, and the next one that I had on this list, Cane. Uh, the indicators from Cane, solid, juicy, really good. Uh, Cane is just pumping out some fantastic beer. You definitely want to check them out. Also had from... Uh, Omnipolo, this is one I've not had before, Fata Morgana. Uh, this was uh, not bitter. It was kind of smooth, uh, not too juicy, a little bit of pine, uh, the way an IPA should taste. I like a little bit more pine in my IPAs. I know everybody likes the juice bombs, but uh, you definitely want to um, you definitely want to go back to your roots uh, when it comes to IPAs. You want that, 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 just that sharp bite of the pininess uh, in an IPA. It's really, really good. As we continue on here with our final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer, it's Suds and Duds. Uh, the good folks from Left Hand Brewing uh, sent me over uh, Death Before Disco. This is uh, one of their porters, uh, and this is really, really good. Smooth, creamy, roasty, nice chocolate and coffee flavors in this. Uh, this was really, really delicious. I really enjoyed this a lot. Uh, definitely something that I would have again. Um, this is the perfect time of year for a porter. It's just cool enough in the evenings where if you're sitting outside, you can have something like that, and it kind of warms you up a little bit. Uh, very, uh, very tasty. So definitely, if you like, uh, if you like uh, porters, uh, this one from Left Hand Brewing, the Death Before Disco, uh, is definitely something you want to check out. And uh, Ashley from uh, Left Hand Brewing, thank you so much uh, for sending the samples over. And then the good folks from Total Beverage, uh, Brittany Cooper, couldn't th- can't thank you enough. Um, Vine and Stefaner did a, a collaboration with Sierra Nevada. It's called Brow Pact, and uh, this is really good. It's a it's a real classic German beer with a twist, little hop to it, very, very good. They sent me a couple of bottles of this, and it is excellent. So, Brittany uh, from Total Beverage down in South Carolina, thanks so much uh, for sending the samples over because that's a, this is a really good beer. I mean, Vine and Stefaner, the oldest brewery in the world. They started brewing beer in the year uh, 1040, if I'm not mistaken. It's either 1040 or 1090. I think it's 1040. Uh, so think about that. They've been brewing beer for thousands of years. They use four ingredients. Obviously, in this one, uh, with this collaboration with Sierra Nevada, they probably added a couple of different ingredients to it, but they make a solid German beer. If you're into uh, Hefeweizen's, um, you know, just classic German styles of beers, Vina Stefaner is definitely up your alley. Uh, good folks from Heavy Sea sent me over some Smooth Sail Summer Ale. Nice, easy-drinking beer with some citrus flavor. Definitely a lawnmower beer. You're done uh, uh, doing the yard work uh, and it's warm out. You want to crack something to uh, cool you down a little bit? That's definitely one uh, that you want to have great for barbecues. It's great for uh, for tailgating. Uh, if you're looking to drink something with uh, a low ABV, 
um, that doesn't pack a lot of punch but gives you that nice uh, beer flavor. The Smooth Sail Summer Ale uh, is definitely for you. And then um, the uh, Paragon Tap and Table had a Lagunitas Tap Takeover uh, the other night, which I attended. But we started off with an Oscar Blues. Uh, they weren't tapping the Lagunitas stuff until 6 o'clock, so we got there a little bit early. So we started off with a good night from Oscar Blues. Uh, this is interesting. It is labeled as an IPA or a red ale, but it tastes more like a lager than an IPA. Uh, I did enjoy it. Just was thrown off by the fact that it says that it's an IPA. Yeah, there's a little bit of a hop to it, but um, the, the caramel flavors really shine through in this one. So, And it pour, and definitely it looks uh, like a red ale uh, and definitely drinks like one, uh, too. Much more of a lager than an IPA, for sure. Uh, then we started off with a little some extra uh, from Lagunitas. This is just a fantastic IPA. Really good, solid, uh, nice nice kick to it. Um, really, really tasty and delicious. Really enjoyed that one. Uh, then had the uh, the Waldos. I don't know why we went big so early. Usually we go big late, um, but we went big with the Waldos. Th- this is an amazing beer from Lagunitas, and I'll tell you why. It is really smooth. It is in no way does it taste like an 11% beer. It's close to 12% ABV. does not taste like it by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I had two of them. That's how good it was, and I was shocked because it is close to 12%. That's a, that's a heavy beer to be drinking on a school night, folks. Um, but it is delicious, so smooth, goes down without any problems. Uh, and again, I'm absolutely shocked uh, that it is close to 12% beer and... Uh, it was fantastic. So, you know, that, that is just an awesome beer. And then finally, finished off with um, a 12th of Never Ale uh, in the can. Delicious, low ABV, hoppy. Uh, this is definitely, you know, I don't want to say it's a, a, a palate cleanser, um, but it is for certain uh, a really good beer. And you know what's funny about that? We had it in the can. And by the way, uh, Danielle, the, uh, the rep from Lagunitas, thank you. Uh, for the uh, for the can of beer, uh, it was it was delicious, tasty, you know everything that you want out of it. But um, what what was interesting to me is it felt like it was an endless can. Every time I kept pouring it into the pint glass, I felt like it was never going to run out of beer. I don't know why that is. Maybe it was the size of the can. I think it's a nineteen point point two ounce uh, can. But I'll tell you, it was delicious. I mean, really, really tasty. Um, it, that might be. I have to say, that might be a beer that I have at a tailgate because it's a big beer. Um, I don't know if I would drink, you know, five or six of them in that size can because, you know, obviously that's a lot. You're getting close to 20 ounces of beer. But that is definitely a, a, a sipper that you could sit in the parking lot uh, when you're at a concert. And I've got a concert coming up in a couple of weeks going to see uh, ZZ Top and uh, John Fogarty uh, over at the PNC Bank Art Center. That's definitely a concert beer for me. I would I would definitely um, consider that a concert beer, for sure. And Lagunitas does some great stuff. Uh, their dark beers are really good. Their IPAs are on point. Uh, they are really tearing it up. They're doing a fantastic job. Um, Danielle was telling us, the rep from uh, Lagunitas, uh, that uh, they are building Lagunitas, a big facility outside, in, uh, lo- outside of Los Angeles County that's going to be one of the biggest rooms uh, in the country once it's done, and then obviously somebody else will top them and build something uh, bigger. Uh, but they're doing a great job, and their facility in Chicago is killing it. There is a lot of good beer. I was, t- I was just talking about this to somebody the other day. The Chicago beer scene is really underserved. It is a great beer scene. There's a lot of good stuff coming out of Chicago. I mean, and just off the top of my head, Lagunitas, 
uh, Revolution Brewing is doing great. Even Goose Island. And I know people say, oh, Goose Island's big beer. But still, Goose Island has that presence in Chicago. Three breweries that are really doing a kick-butt job. But there is so much other stuff going on in Chicago that I really feel like it's underserved. And you know what? In the coming weeks, I think we're going to have to get some some breweries on from Chicago to, just to talk about the beer scene. Because, you know, we talk about different areas of the country that have great beer scenes. Obviously, Colorado has a good beer scene. Uh, down south, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, those those breweries are really starting to be up and coming. Virginia was big for a while. Obviously, Maine. Um, New York has become huge. San Diego, uh, up north in San Francisco. Obviously, Washington State. But we don't really talk about Chicago a lot. The middle of the country, or not not the middle of the country, but almost the middle of the country. Um, we don't really talk about Chicago enough in terms of beer. Uh, and I really think we need to start addressing that a little bit more here on the program. Obviously, you know, other places are, are really starting to, you know, to come on. Um, although, Jersey seems to keep shooting itself in, its, in the foot. And I don't understand why that is. I don't get it. Especially with New York and the success that they've had with their beer. Uh, New Jersey seems to be just a step behind. And I want to see New Jersey become that preeminent, you know, I, I want it to be a destination that people come to and go, wow, New Jersey is more than just, you know, beaches and, you know, whatever. They've got some really good beer. And there is some very good beer out in New Jersey. But unfortunately, uh, the laws seem to just prevent certain things from happening, which is which is not uh, a good thing. Uh, but, folks, we are out of time. Uh, thanks to everybody that uh, that were, was on the program. Of course, my thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, um, as well, Chad Brodsky from City Brew Tours NYC. That is coming uh, very soon. Go to uh, City Brew Tours NYC. You can follow them on Twitter, follow them on Instagram, follow them on Facebook. Uh, get all the information there. Great tours that are starting in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be taking one uh, myself in a couple of weeks, and we'll give you a full review of that. Uh, when we, uh, you know, when I get back from that tour, Jess Baker uh, from craftbeer.com. Of course, American Craft Beer Week, it starts May 14th and runs through the 20th. Definitely check out your local uh, establishment. They'll be doing lots of specials and things highlighting uh, American Craft Beer Week. And of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.